Hello and welcome to another Maritime and Coast Guard Agency podcast. Today we're talking about science. You might be thinking, what has science got to do with the MCA? You're about maritime safety. Well, you might not see it, but science is definitely there. And it's helping to keep us safe as we travel in ferries and cruise ships, fishing boats and yachts. And it helps to make sure our new cars, fridges, our medicines and foods get here safely. Still puzzling it out? Well, let's hear about the science of the seabed from Andrew Colnut, who's our head of hydrography and meteorology. We undertake a national programme of seabed mapping around the whole of the UK waters. And all the data that we collect is being fed directly into updating nautical charts and all the publications so that the mariners um, have the most up-to-date information so they can plan their sort of safe passage, their safe transport, um, the efficiency of their, their transport routes and you know, providing information on you know, where the seabed is so that they don't hit any features or mobile banks. Um, you know, we're protecting the lives of the mariners on board um, and also the, the environment so we don't have pollution incidents. simple really. Maritime safety relies on the science which informs nautical charts and maps. The importance of this data hasn't changed over the years, but the way it's collected of course has. Andrew Colnut again. I think if we go back a hundred years or so, the seabed would have been mapped in inverted commas by using a lead line, which was basically a big lump of lead covered in uh, very sticky glue. The lucky sailor would unpay it out on a very long rope until it hits the seabed um, and then you count how many meters or feet or fathoms it was um, and you know you make a, a note on the chart then but yeah since then um, the technology has developed somewhat we moved into single beam echo sounder 30 40 50 years or so ago but for the last 20 or so years we've been using the latest equipment uh, which is multi-beam um, echo sounder and the, the amount of data that we are now collecting, the amount of soundings that we are collecting on the seabed is enormous. Um, so we're mapping the seabed in, in very high resolution. And, you know, that's providing not only very accurate data, but um, it's providing the mariner with an awful lot of confidence in the information that they're uh, on the charts that they are then using. Um, so it, all this data is, is not just being used for navigation safety and, and mitigating navigation risk but that data is is then freely available and being used by a whole range of different applications across the whole of government things like habitat mapping um, you, know, you need to know where your protected reefs are or um, you know, endangered uh, habitats that need to be protected from maybe fishing activities is used for fisheries management um, understanding where sediment is and where rock is so you can identify areas that are mobile you know, where the banks are mobile how mobile the seabed is so that you know in an emergency if you know if you're a, a cruise ship or a tanker and you need to um, anchor um, because your engines have failed then you know you've got information on the chart that will tell you whether you know the anchor is going to hold in certain places or not we also provide information on um, tide levels and and uh, tidal streams and you know that's all fed into 
you know, a whole range of sort of different applications. But one of the the key ones from the from the MCA's point of view is if you've got people in the water and and they're drifting with the tidal current, you know, having that information underpins the the search and rescue activities. That also feeds into pollution control. You know, if you've got an oil leak occurring and you know you know what the wave conditions and the tidal streams are that that can be modeled and and fed into sort of recovery plans of how that that pollution is going to be controlled and managed from that lone sailor with his lead weight to the high-tech soundings that are taken in the 21st century the scientific data recorded is vital for so much of our maritime life just how vital becomes more clear as Andrew explains how it's done and how what's found has changed. The MCA is the, the largest commissioner of seabed mapping in the UK. Um, we have the Civil Hydrography Programme, so basically anything that isn't defence um, we are interested in uh, from a navigation risk point of view. We have there are three elements to the Civil Hydrography Programme, uh, the core element is the, the routine resurvey. So these are relatively small areas that we survey on an annual basis. And these are targeted at areas that are very mobile. So there are sandbanks or gravel banks that are exceedingly mobile. They're moving basically every, every hour and then they can shift position and height um, very quickly and uh, you know, continually throughout the year. There are quite a few of these areas on the approaches to some of our largest ports like London. So the routine resurvey area sort of focuses on key areas of mobile seabed and also where the depths are, the underkeel clearance. So the amount of, of water below the hull of the vessel and the seabed in places is only a metre, a metre and a half. So um, identifying those areas and keeping a very close watch on the controlling depths um, and the least depths in those areas um, is absolutely critical for making sure that the marine traffic can navigate safely to and from the UK. There's a huge proportion of the UK's economy that is driven by uh, by the maritime sector. So, you know, providing up-to-date information to that whole sector ensures that everybody you know, gets the deliveries to the UK that, that they need. We also map the rest of the UK waters, which are more on a longer term basis. So our contractors using their own vessels and their own personnel and equipment you know, undertake these surveys in accordance with a very strict survey specification that we've developed with our colleagues at the UK Hydrographic Office and our, uh, our counterparts in other countries to make sure that we are achieving and generally exceeding the uh, the International Hydrographic Organization's standards for surveys. So you know, all our data is collected to this specification. It's all validated to make sure that it, it meets these high requirements and yeah, they're high resolution detail surveys, really accurate, really high quality, world leading in terms of the program of surveys that we undertake as well as the equipment um, and the expertise of our contractors and our colleagues, both within the MCA and at the UK uh, Hydrographic Office. How much change do you see year on year uh, in terms of what, what's coming back from this, this data around our coasts, around our seabeds? It does vary. There are some areas that we survey 
and we're we're basically confirming that the depths haven't changed that that the seabed hasn't changed and that's that's just as important as knowing where it does there are particular areas around the uk that yeah the seabed is exceedingly mobile so you know if a vessel is surveying say a hundred meter long line by the time they've finished that line and they've turned and they're coming back down the next line the seabed has shifted already these are quite sizable banks of sediment generally sand or gravel or or a mix their position is shifting all the time and occasionally depending on the prevailing wave conditions and tidal currents etc if it's a prolonged period of of stormy weather then those banks might well build up so the height of those banks will change and therefore the underkill clearance will be reduced which makes it more challenging for the navigator on board particularly the larger vessels they they need to know where these banks are how much clearance they're going to have there are occasions where vessels can only enter ports or leave ports um, at certain states of the tide if it's on a high tide they've got that extra centimeters or you know a foot of water that is going to be the difference between them approaching that port fully laden um, with you know all these you know hundreds of uh, cargo containers or not you know if, if they if additional water then they're going to have to wait for the tide and that obviously has huge implications in terms of how the port is managed and you know time is money so knowing how these banks are changing and where they are um, is is fundamental all of our surveys are driven by a whole range of different navigation risk parameters things like the amount of vessels that are operating in an area the routes they're using what the tide range is the mobility of the seabed the type of seabed and underkeel clearance etc wrecks are an important element within these areas you know identifying where these wrecks are and the we need to um, capture that and make sure that those are on the charts and because the equipment is so good now it's cutting edge and the amount of information we are collecting is incredible I mean it's mind-blowing how many soundings we're collecting within each square meter of the seabed we found a wreck on the approaches to quite a major port in two meters of water and you know, it's just a minor miracle that nothing had hit it before so the fact that we are now doing these really comprehensive high resolution surveys it can't afford not to when you put it like that the science of the seabed suddenly becomes a lot more relevant to our everyday life i asked andrew whether it was what drove him on there's an increasing acknowledgement that you know that data has a value and that the use of that data is increasingly important to the uk plc and it's inspiring the next generation of surveyors to to get involved there's an awful lot of seabed around the uk that needs surveying but globally um, there are international programs looking at mapping the oceans as much and as quickly as possible considering that you know 70 percent of the planet is covered by oceans we know more about the surface of the moon than we do about our own ocean sea floor so there's there's a huge amount of work to be done and we have the technology and we're increasingly having the people to do that work. I mean, it, it's a fascinating area, exploring areas that have not been surveyed before, uncovering seabed features or wrecks that have not been identified before. It's very exciting, if you like, sort of pushing the frontiers of 
technology and innovation and also sharing that data. You know, the, the data sets are huge. They're, they can be quite complicated, but we need better ways of shouting about what we're doing, what we're finding, how it can be used by plugging into schools and you know universities. You know, we are wanting to inspire the next generation of hydrographers and mappers, people that know how to use data, how to understand the data and how to you know, make that data really accessible to the general public as well so that they they realize the importance of science and data that will underpin how mapping the ocean will play a huge part in tackling issues to do with climate change. It's not just navigation risk that you know we're providing a data set for. It's feeding into a whole myriad of different applications that you just don't know how they're going to spin out and escalate. It's a very exciting time working in the seabed mapping sector at the moment. You've been listening to the Maritime and Coast Guard Agency podcast about the science of the seabed. Until the next time, goodbye. The Maritime and Coast Guard Agency podcast is produced and presented by Heather Skull.